Pickaxe. My uh, my thing last week was super divisive. Apparently, I know. Um, I saw that. Oh, really? In fact, let me pull up the comments. I was I checked <laughs> the comments the other day, and Jesus, like I knew that some people wouldn't be able to hear the thing just because you know. I think it's there's a, an element of like if you don't quite know what you're listening for, especially people who didn't know the songs. Like obviously mm. they're not going to know or didn't know the videos that I was playing, but like. I've had, there were some messages, someone said, I'm sitting here literally crying with laughter, the MIDI tracks are absolute gold. Ben, didn't you say one of your friends thought it was, like, hysterical? I found Um, it hysterical, so... (laughs) Someone else said, I think, like, the MIDI thing was, like, one of the best things we've ever had. And then all the comments at the bottom, the Tiny Peter MIDI thing was so insufferable and obnoxious that it almost made me rage quit the podcast. Come on, TP, you can do better than that. (laughs) Which is strong stuff. Um, and then, uh, you know, man, I don't hear shit with that MIDI stuff. The Peter thing was almost unhearable. Uh, so, like, it really... Oh, the MIDI stuff was a bit much for me, someone no, said nice. here. Yeah. So nice. not only did it just split people in terms of who could and couldn't hear it, but, like, the people who couldn't hear it really hated it, which is, you know... <laughs> they're just sad because they're left out of the joke. That's it. I suppose <laughs> They're just so. lashing out, Peter, because they don't understand. Yeah. I think it might. It's. I think it's um, the people who couldn't hear it were people who were driving because I was sat there at home at my desk with my eyes closed, using all my concentration to hear those things. <laughs> that's that's the way to enjoy it, not careering down a road trying to focus on a road while trying to decipher succulent Chinese meal <laughs> out of bashing of, of pianos. Yeah. One person said that they don't even know the videos, but they actually heard the word garlic in the, <laughs> wow. in the Michael Jackson one, even though the they piano. didn't know it. Yeah. Fucking hell! I liked it, Peter. You, yeah, you, I liked you, it too. You, I thought it was really great. good. Oh no, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it in the sense that oh, I'm, uh, that's sad. Podiat is cancelled. But I just I thought it was interesting that like some yeah. people thought it was brilliant and some people thought it was dreadful. It's just quite funny that it split it people is. so much. To be fair, it is kind of both of those. So <laughs> I think. Oh yeah, it is horrible. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podiots, the official Vidiots podcast. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three us, where everybody brings a thing to talk about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm having a massive throwback uh, Thursday at the minute. Oh, Is that that even a thing? Is it throwback Friday or throwback Thursday? I think it's Thursday. The throwback Saturday. Throwback Friday, it would be. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm currently sat in our old recording room in the Oxcast office. The wow. the room where we did pretty much everything, where Skyrim Zoo was recorded, where I tried to eat a whole sandwich at once during the Fortnite video and coughed it up all over the chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a room filled with history. That's wow. not the the actual video's room for those wondering, but that's uh, the main sort of booth that we recorded all of our computer stuff at. Yeah, room, recording room one. Aww. Because we're coming out the headphones, we're technically in there too. Yeah. Hey, there you go. It's it's a reunion. We're all back. We're all back. Uh, everyone except Dave. No, Aww. Dave. Oh, it's very sad. Guys, do you want some drinks? <laughs> Welcome everyone 
to the podcast. This is a stupid podcast and you'll discover why very soon. However, if you would like to support our stupidity, which you can financially, you can go to streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations with an S on the end. If you donate £3 or more, you can get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the podcast and join Pod Squad. Mikey, you have the Pumpy Platoon. Oh boy, get get, get hide your kids, hide your wife, because the word butcher's in town. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we start with the high el oh she the, the high elves anus glands. Thanks for that. Mm. Timmy Mallet Stan. I simp for Ben's Big Ben. That, that cool. oh, let's not read into that too much. My marriage is in shambles. <laughs> Might be the same person. <laughs> Kermit, the band, the Pogs, <laughs> the Pogs, I guess. Very good. Pogs. The Pogs. Yes, that's me trying to speak properly. Podiots doesn't uncure the sad. Oh, oh, oh. I like to think we at least help a bit. It doesn't uncure it, so it does yeah. cure it. So it does oh. cure it. There yeah. we go. Bam. There we go. Uh, we got a generous donation from Jack J D Bradshaw. He's been, he's been a little bit cheeky. He's asked a question, but oh, but, oh boo, bad boo. Jack, I'll do that. <laughs> but we'll allow it on this occasion, okay? He says, "Hey guys, never really get the chance to support you guys on Pod Squad, but the planets aligned, so now I can finally do so." With that said, I have a question: Is there any kid shows from your childhood that plays a big part in who you are today? Uh. I, well, I, Simpsons, not necessarily kid show for me, but I've got it on my skin and it, it's part of my daily daily language. I guess it's an obvious answer, but probably Dick and Dom in that like <laughs> it sort of influenced vidiots to some extent and therefore podiots. <laughs> there we go. Uh, babe Station. Perfect. Nice. Let's, let's perfect. move on. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Uh, we move on to Tommy, the wank engine. Oh, wanks it to vidiots. <laughs> Oh, right. oh dearie me Mr. you remember Black. what you asked people to do last time Mikey with yeah this is the opposite base. of what I wanted <laughs> this is <laughs> not that is it <laughs> I said be nice not explicit <laughs> <laughs> Mr Black cat dearly eats plastic bags <laughs> oh <laughs> big sweaty dong loves podiots oh god All, nice. oh it's lovely always an adventure podcast bring back rules boss I voted for you, 2018. Brotovic's favourite podcast. Whoops, I did a control splat. There <laughs> 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 we go, we got a good one. Podiot's number one podcast ever. Th- thank you, thanks. Oh, thanks. Stephen Scordes and the generous Ben, Peter and Mikey are lovely. Hey, oh, oh. That's, that's how you do it. Hi, Vidiots boys. I was thinking to myself at the end of the last podcast how I would love some way of showing my allegiance to whichever platoon I am in. Maybe a set of badges I could buy from the Yog site with 10% off using code Vidiots. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll just print those out at home and mail them out to everyone. Yeah, that'll yeah. work. I was going to say, do you feel like fighting the merch team, Michael, for <laughs> several no. months? If, if you want to see those badges any time in the next two years, probably not. <laughs> anyway. <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, though. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, nice of you to say so. Try yeah. it yourself. Make your own badge. Try yourself. Yeah. Uh, Tiny Troop is uh, this week made up by Jizzed On by Neptune. The very generous deluxe man in your pants who said, Hello, Bon Botter, Beta Boston, and Michael Bonson. Hope you are well and are counting down the days before licking doors and windows can recommence. Until then, have some money. 
Praise be to the mighty Meatface at Deluxe underscore Man on Twitter. 150 points. Thank, Thank you. you. Freddie and his dad's Yeah. Emily Lemons. Katie Kinsolo. Grumble Bomb Bombly Do. Cheggers Got a House. Oh, well done, oh. Cheggers. Minge is out for Podiots. <laughs> Podiots saved my marriage. Oh. An ecumenical matter. Does anyone know what that word means? An ecumenical. Ecumenical. Representing a number of different Christian churches. Oh, that word, yes. Okay. Mikey and Peter are so funny. Was very generous and said, but Ben still owes me £20. Ben, you're ignoring my calls and emails and messenger pigeons. I want my money. Give me my money or bring back memory cards. This is your last warning. And then in brackets it says, running out of £20 notes for these messages. Well, thank you. I don't know what to say. Mm. Keep trying. Come get it. Uh, Big Teacher Jesus 42 was very generous and said, following up from last time, I love some of the ideas you boys came up with for a new name for me, but I can't change it. It's the principle of it. There's not one thing wrong with the word titty ever, but thanks for your suggestions, boys. You rule. I think you were banned because of the word Jesus. That's that's Mm, what I think. Yeah, that's true. Or the 42. I mean, it's very close to 420 and it encourages drug use. So Too too many numbers. Yeah. Uh, Bad dragon up the bum makers. Uh, Potato goes in, in, mash comes out. Uh, You missed drunk wrestling. Oh, you... You you, misered. You misered drunk wrestling. Uh, Mad stunts on my pedal legs. Podiots cured my clap. Your cheggers... your chegging daughter, and Mikey said he has skin cheese. Oh, don't oh, want to know. Don't want to. God, these are getting worse. There's, there's, no, there's nothing supportive in here at all. <laughs> uh, moving on to the fast troop. Uh, fast crew. I can't remember. Anyway, Poddy, it's, it's a podcast. Thank you. Uh, the very generous You Guys Are Shite, JK, I love you. He said, I binged every episode in just over a month. I can't get enough. Finally, I've reached the current episode and figured it was time to pay up. Thank you for being such podiots. Thank you. Big smelly batty giblets, which is just disgusting. (laughs) Uh, The very generous soft checks it. He says, I don't know. This is a lot of pressure. Um, How's Irish Dave? Love you. Bye. Don't don't think he's well. I spoke to him about a month ago and he said he was doing well and has a child. That's the latest we have. Yeah. He is with child. Dave is always grand. Yeah. Crispy. Oh, I found it, it sounded like I was struggling with that. With the, crisp, crispy. crispy wank sheet. Prince piece of praise cakes. Yes. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Loud dabba dee dabba die. Yep. Very good. Yeah. It. Priest potato plops. The very generous Commander Shepherd 42. I am Commander Shepherd 42, and this is the best podcast on the Citadel. I'm drowning in final essays. It all ends on the 22nd. You boys, the Walrus Clan, and the Flannel Fam have gotten me through this horrid semester. Dick salutes to you all. Fox love. Thank you. Best Thank of luck. Midi Cyrus. Septuple jump. Podiat's best ever gets me hard. There's one. Hey. Mr. Macker. Someone's pinched me winkles. Don Echo 7. <laughs> Ben's Chevy Matisse. I just keep, uh, sorry, just keep swimming. Ash, Mr. Mallard in the corner, Trinfist <laughs> Fristum, and Big Titty Jesus, 24. 
Nice. I think that might have been a typo, but there we are. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> That's your Pod Squad for this week. If you'd like to join Pod Squad and get a shout out at the end of the show as well as at the beginning, you can go to streamlabs.com forward slash poddy. It's donations. Donate three pounds. Donate. Donate three pounds or more. Right. Peter, over to you. Got some questions here. The first question comes from Justin at Drawn by Justin, who asks a very important question we've never considered. We all know about the Michael Jugson, but what is the Peter Jugson and the Ben Jugson? <laughs> so, of course, Michael Jugson is a, a, a crazy northeastern boy. Um, he's the you know the the Jugson version of Michael Johnson. Yeah, so. It- like my inner beast, I like to Yeah, think. exactly. So what would be the the inner beast of me and Ben? Oh, fuck. What would he be doing? What would he be saying when he popped his head further closer? Um, I think Peter Jugson is... Um, a, this is such a tired joke at this point, but just National Heritage Tour Guide, I think. Where yeah. he's not, not only a fan, but now he works for it, and it's his life. He's, he's, he's gone himself. fucking wild at Warwick <laughs> Castle. I've heard you're the fucking best at doing tours around Warwick Castle, like. I fucking did. Do you want to see a crown? <laughs> um, Christ. I don't think you'd find Ben, ben Jugson outside. Right. I think he'd just be sort of comatose on his, on his sofa. Having You'd eaten every too much platinum food, yeah. <laughs> yeah. surrounded by trophies and KFC. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably that's the the visual you're imagining is that's it, that's it. You're not going to find him on the street though. Mm-hmm. No, I suppose not. With and... pupils the size of saucers. <laughs> <laughs> just instead of like dollar eyes, you've just got trophy eyes constantly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, sweating KFC gravy. Yeah, oh, yeah. What a, oh, what a picture! What a smell! Oh. What would Dave Benson Jugson be like? <laughs> I mean, Dave Benson, I feel like, is the Jugson of a far milder David Phillips yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, he's already peaky, peaky could be. 150 points! We're all looking at a picture of him holding a pita bread at the moment, and I mm. just... Yeah. What, what a man. Just the... Best of the best. What can beat that? I'm going to zoom in on that bit of bread. It's got so many empty shelves. <laughs> <laughs> There's just nothing on them. Yeah, what's with that? Why are his shelves so empty? I don't know. That's yes, why he was going to store his DVDs that were stacked up in his uh, little recording oh, room. Oh, yeah, he's not got around to it yet. <laughs> no. Is that a rolling pin or a small baguette? I was thinking See, I was that. thinking that. It looks like a baguette, doesn't it? Yeah. It doesn't, look, it, yep. as, it doesn't look uniform enough to be a rolling pin. You don't need two breads. Nah. How did we get onto Dave Benson Phillips? How's you this just, happened? How'd... You mentioned his uh, his. Hang on, has he got a bottle of like Febreze there in the corner? Why has he got that in his bath in his kitchen? What the purple one that's that seems like the nozzles facing into a multi pack of pom bears? Yeah. Let's <laughs> just disinfect the bread, I guess. Yeah, it's just too, to the left of the landmine that's sitting on his hob. Yeah, I was trying to work that out as well. Like he's got two different. If that is. A baguette. He's got two different kinds of bread, which is too much bread yeah. for an episode of Come Dine With Me. And then that landmine thing. <laughs> it's on a chopping board, actually. It looks like the thing that you put your kettle on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But there's a kettle over there as well. And I is don't it a know. a saucepan what... lid, but there's no saucepan to go with it. So we're going to oh, have to God, ask him. What, what an image. Mm. I like the um, the rule of kitchen rule hidden behind the the appliance, which I guess probably gets quite hot. So the fire hazard <laughs> as well. Why not? Oh, yeah. Just slot yeah. that in there. Yeah. 
And he's got like a towel rail as well on the back wall there with nothing on it. <laughs> towel is real. It's all oh. just bare. Twitter.com forward slash Vidiot's official if you'd like to see this photo for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be from a couple of days ago. Have a look at it. God. We answered that question, didn't we? We did. Something about Jugsons, I don't know. Uh, it's time for a thing. Uh, who would like to go first? I could go first, or you could go first. I'm happy to go first. Michael, please do. Right, I've got a little game for us. Oh. Ooh. It's called Guess the Landmark from the One Star TripAdvisor Review. <laughs> okay. So I like this. Full disclosure, I, I ripped this from a YouTube video, but I didn't watch the YouTube video. I saw the title of the YouTube video. I thought, fuck it, I'm stealing that. So this is all... I trolled through hundreds of TripAdvisor reviews to bring this selection. So I didn't rip it off. I just stole the idea. It's different, all right? Okay, <laughs> okay. sure. So I've got a mix of countries and locations, but um, the first few are located within the UK to give you just a bit of a hint. So, so Some of them I've got multiple reviews. Some of them I don't. Um, I'll try. I'll try. Try not to give too much away. But if you do get very stuck, I can give a few hints. But I like to think some of these speak for themselves with a little bit of, little bit of thinking. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So this is our first review. Uh, there's only one for this landmark. The title of this review is Meh. Dot dot dot. It's just a big clock. Nothing more. <laughs> nothing less. I've got a grandfather clock at home that is just as thrilling to look at. <laughs> are these all UK-based? Uh, these first few are. I'll let you know when we when we fly off to another country. I mean, that one certainly is. We all know what that is. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be Large Benjamin, hasn't it? Large Benjamin. It is indeed Large Benjamin. They're going nice. to get harder, so don't get don't get complacent. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm not right. making any promises. <laughs> all right. New landmark. Title of this review is Woohoo. Not good at all. To be honest, <laughs> I feel it is an enlarged Ferris wheel, which is given too much publicity. Right. Did they just take a trip across the river by any chance? Yeah. <laughs> just complaining about everything <laughs> this, in London. This is yeah. The, all these all these reviews are just from the same man, and he's he's truly awful day out. I just love the juxtaposition of woohoo, not good at all. <laughs> Uh, that is, of course, the the London Eye. We should actually say that we know what it is. That yes, what it actually is. Yeah, absolutely correct. Okay, going to get starting, getting a bit trickier now. I've got two reviews for this place. The title is, "They're not even at home." Dull, concrete block in the middle of a roundabout. One wonders about their sumptuous lifestyle a few hundred meters from the beggars and the pimps. Oh, Whoa. and the pimps. And the pimps, don't forget the pimps. I'm just, I'll, I'll, I'll continue on to the second one. So, mm-hmm. what do you guesses? Big posh house <laughs> <laughs> on a roundabout. <laughs> uh, also, a concrete block. It's a big posh house with a big gate and fence, and the owners keep the curtains shut so as not to see the riffraff. It baffles <laughs> me how you have to wrestle to get to the front to look in. Come and stand outside my flat. We'll do a little dance at the window and chuck out the odd fruit pastel. <laughs> what? <laughs> so when you when you said the bit about the roundabout, it really threw me. But I'm fairly sure that's Blenheim Palace now, is it? Yes, absolutely. Well, by Blenheim, do you mean Buckingham? Yes, that is exactly what I mean. Blenheim Palace is near where I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah I wasn't Buckingham, sure if that was... Sorry. 
wasn't sure if that was like a, a local way of calling it that I hadn't come no. across. <laughs> oh yeah, old Blenny Palace. Oh yeah, yeah let's get to Gandunna Blenny. Why let's not? go see the blends. <laughs> okay, we move on to the next landmark. Just one review for this one. That's it. Very disappointing. <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> no, there's more. <laughs> yeah, try and guess it from that. <laughs> Stonehenge. <laughs> This was on my husband's and my top things to see in London when we were there last week. I really wish I had just walked around the outside to take some pictures instead of wasting £17 per person. I couldn't get over the lack of things to see inside. The torture chamber was pathetic. (laughs) I was going to guess. You couldn't even get tortured. (laughs) (laughs) The ravens looked ill. Yeah, I think you got it. You'll see better and more torture devices at an X-rated store. Oh God! Wow. I think there's one not far from there. Actually, I think there's a like a like a sex museum near the the Tower of London. Yeah. That was their next on their list of places to go in London. <laughs> and then they got there and they're like, God, the medieval architecture was rubbish in the <laughs> sex museum. Not fun at all. It's much better up the street. <laughs> Any guesses on that one? I think you've got it. The Tar, the Tar of London. The tar, indeed. Nice. Okay, we're, we're moving away from London now. It's getting ooh, more and more dangerous. <laughs> I, I've got three for this one just because there was quite a few quite a few good ones. Okay. I, I mean, you're going to get it straight away. Title, Just a Few Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I was disgusted to find this was just <laughs> oh, a no. few rocks to look at and nothing to do. They should knock it down and build an arcade or fun fair. Fuck's sake! <laughs> Don't waste Nothing your time. Nothing to do. What? What, <laughs> do, what, do you, what did you, you expect? Even, can't even climb on them. What's yeah. the point? I reckon if you move this landmark next to next to um, the London Eye, they'd have a great day because there's something to do while you see it. Yeah. Do, yeah. Don't waste your time. What a silly place. What, what a, a silly place. Silly <laughs> fucking Neolithic man, idiots. <laughs> I am so curious about which, because some of these just suddenly take a right turn into, are they taking the piss? Like, mm, was this written Build an arcade, yeah. yeah. I've de- I mean, I'm definitely not saying all of these are 100, 100% truthful reviews. Definitely some facetiousness in here, but it's still mm-hmm. quite funny. Uh, next review for this one is, such a shame. If this is our most... <laughs> If this is our most visited site outside of London, then we must do better. (laughs) English Heritage run the site, but it needs someone like Branson to present this site to the world. What does that even mean? What are they they expecting from from it? (sighs) See, I knew that this would be on here because I know that lots of people, for one thing, think that Stonehenge, we're talking about here, I'm sure, is... Uh, they expect it to be bigger when they get there. They think these blocks are going to... I mean, they're flipping big enough if you imagine the fact that Neolithic man managed to erect them. But mm-hmm. uh, even so, despite the fact that they're like, what, 10 feet tall, higher higher than <laughs> yeah. that probably, people expect them to be like two stories high or like a story and a half, you know. They think it's going to be towering over them. And I don't know, like you say, what more are they expecting? You know, this <laughs> seen is the like pictures, a, right? <laughs> yeah. We've got to do better. As a country. We have, yeah. We've got to upgrade it, stick in that arcade, maybe a water slide. Virgin um, Henge. It's not even got a Nando's. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I, well, I'll leave that one there. I'm just reading the last review. It's not as fun. We got it. We got it. Okay. Right. Now we're moving far away from the south. Uh, one review here. 
Looks like a giant rusty bathroom tap. <laughs> I know what this is. <laughs> well, after all the hype surrounding this art installation, I know where to direct people looking for scrap metal. Enough said. <laughs> oh dear. Right, this so is... sure, it looks a bit rusty, but I think it looks great on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give it a little you. cheeky nod when you drive past. Yeah, exactly. like, it, good to see it you. It welcomes you with open arms. It's the signal of home. It is. One star. It's crap. It doesn't even fly. <laughs> Where's its fucking halo? <laughs> I saw one of the review where the guy was complaining. I didn't really enjoy it, but maybe that's because I'm not religious. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> Uh, These people dear. can vote. It's just, yeah. what is, is wrong with people? This is why Britain's in the shitter. <laughs> I'm a bit concerned that they're not giving full representation and also building a devil of the north just next to it. Yeah, where's the devil <laughs> Devil of the north? Come on. Yeah, It's the angel of the north. Angel of the north. Of course uh, it is. Of course it is. How dare they take my lord's name in vain. <laughs> right, let's move away. Away from the UK. Oh. One review for this one question mark question mark don't understand why it's a tourist attraction honestly it's a bunch of metal in a rather phallic shape i don't get it and was not impressed oh in a phallic shape I'm trying to think i mean that could be any structure to be yeah, honest. Could. just any <laughs> skyscraper or some sort of monument uh have you got any more no that's it but oh. um it's it's one of the biggies okay and you say we're away from the UK now? Yeah, we've gone. We've we've gone across across the across the ocean a little bit. And it's made of metal. Oh, could it? Oh no, it's not. It's not going to be um, the Statue of Liberty, is it? <laughs> no, no, no. Thank more God. You, I was going to say more... she is not phallic. <laughs> yeah, God. Oh God. Yeah, don't want to see there, member. Uh, think, think Europe. Oh, Europe across the across the channel. Is it the Tower Eiffel? Oh, of course. Bingo, of bango. It is. Just yeah. a yeah, bunch of metal in a phallic shape, right? Yeah, it's just a giant <laughs> dick. Step it up, France. You need to do better as a country. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one. We're, we're, we're getting in a plane and we're going on a long-ass journey for this one. Okay. Too long. I didn't even bother. Okay. I built a just wall. So. <laughs> I, I'm just reading that verbatim. I don't know mm-hmm. what that means. <laughs> Why should I be impressed? Back in my days, the walls were more beautiful and they didn't have to be so tall. Come on. I didn't feel good with my leg that day and my wife really wanted to visit. And I said, okay, let's do it. But I soon understand that it was definitely too long for me and I got tired. I falled in front of my wife because of this wall. So I'm not going to go back there. <laughs> he falled in front of the wall, man. <laughs> he falled. Oh, embarrassing. Oh. So do these people think that when you go to the Great Wall of China, which I'm yep. assuming is what we're talking about, uh-huh. That, that you're expected to walk the whole thing, like walk the it's... entire great. Oh, it was too long for me. Couldn't the make great... it all the way. The Great Wall of China was too great. <laughs> Back in my day, walls were shorter. Is that basically what you were saying? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What a strange complaint. Oh, I've got another one for this one. Didn't realize uh, the the title is all right. It's long. But so is the M6, and that goes on for miles. <laughs> At least you can drive on that, and it does the job. Uh, Fuck. Fucking hell. Rubbish. These people. Well, Great Wall's a bit too great for me, actually. 
Do they have a, a less impressive wall? The lesser wall of China. <laughs> oh, God, it's, it's amazing. All right, this one. This is a tricky one. It's... Uh, well, I'll read it out and then I'll start giving hints, okay? So, mm-hmm. yeah, this might be obscure. Rubbish, not worth the wait. I've got three reviews for this one. Wish we had not bothered. We had to wait ages, and when we got in there, there was not a lot to see. Within ten minutes, the wife and I were bored and wish we had gone for something to eat, or better still, to the pub. So, um, I think one thing to keep in your mind is the juxtaposition between these reviews and the place they're talking about too boring for me not into history the most boring travel experience of my life the ecstasy pill i took prior to going didn't take away the terrible boredom (laughs) and lastly didn't bother this was so not what we were expecting which was an original house instead it is some glass museum that you can't get into unless you book months in advance and as we decided it would probably be quite depressing we went to an escape room instead. So, wow. museum, house, depressing. Depressing. In Europe? In Europe, uh, uh, in, the, in the land of prostitutes and weed. Okay, I was, I was thinking the Anne Frank Museum. Is it that? It is the Anne Frank oh, Museum. Oh, that's so <laughs> horrible. <laughs> I Those mean, I was about to say awful. Auschwitz. Yeah. Close, but yeah. Fuck. Um, I was thinking, what's the worst thing they could be talking yeah. about? <laughs> Boring, depressing. That's horrendous. Don't even care about girls. So went we, to the arcade. Yeah, we went to an escape room instead. <laughs> Wish good. we'd gone for some food. Oh god, that's nice that you've got the choice to go for some food. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice or leave the house. Full yeah, stop. I hope you enjoyed that. Jesus Christ. There was one review that was complaining of um, how cramped the house was. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when Justin Bieber went there and wrote in the guest book that Anne Frank would definitely have been a believer? I hope Anne would have been a believer. Shut up. So awful. Sickening. Right, still in Europe. One review for this one. Uh, The title's not very, very, very um, informational, but overpriced. Yes, yes, it's nice to see once, but you're not missing anything by not going in. Why'd you have to pay to see the inside? I don't know. If they had holographic 3D gladiator shows or something else, sure. (laughs) It was nice resting on a thousand-year relic, though. Right. Is that the Colosseum? That's the Colosseum. In Rome. Of course it is. That's in the middle of a roundabout as well. (laughs) Concrete. Uh, come on, get some holog- holograms in there. Get two pack in. Why not? Have you been to Wembley Stadium? So that's way better. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Sting there. It was great. <laughs> Don't see Sting in the Coliseum, do you? Yeah. Right. Uh, going all uh, continuing. We're going quite far around the other side of the earth here. This is one review. Uh, this is this is a tricky one. So I'll I'll, I'll help all I can. But the title I think is the most um well the most leading bit. Silly damned egg carton. Damned waste of money from its inception. Too far from the city proper, and more often than not, the shows are elitist rubbish. Poor parking. (laughs) (laughs) The shows. Egg carton. Yeah, I think shows and elitist is uh, the big hint there. Oh, is it the Sydney Opera House? Hey, very well done. That was a uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Egg carton. It's not really an egg carton, but okay. <laughs> but okay. It's more of orange segments, I think. It's inspired yeah. by Elitist orange segment. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, we're on to the last, last thing. 
Uh, we're going back to Europe for this one, and this is this is a small attraction. Uh, <laughs> okay, sorry, I have to compose myself. Small boy, small dick. <laughs> it's a small statue, not impressive. Is it David? <laughs> no, 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 it's no. Not. no, it's the uh, Peter Pan fountain. I oh I don't know it by that name. Could you describe it for me? Oh, or is it not Peter? I'm thinking of two different. There is a Peter Pan, but it's just it's that fountain of the the boy pissing, isn't it? Yeah, mannequin piss. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't think that yeah. is Peter Pan. Actually, that's a different one. But yeah, yeah. it's called mannequin piss. Is that what it's called? Yeah. What does that uh, translate to? I think it just means the pissing boy, mannequin piss, uh, the little pissing man. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I'd go see that. To yeah. be fair. And there's one last review for that one. Uh, pathetic, worst tourist attraction ever, but good reflect, but good reflection of what a stupid, pathetic country Belgium is for an obsession <laughs> oh. with pissing statues. Wow. Small boy, small dick. <laughs> Can we get away with calling the podcast that, do you think? Small boy, small That's dick. what I was thinking, yeah. I, d- I don't feel comfortable about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that, we could get put on a list for uploading a video called Small Boy, Small Dick, I think. <laughs> so maybe not. Um, well, Michael, that was a real... I feel like I've been on a round-the-world tour to shit tourist sites. Oh, me too. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> That's all right. Imagine going to another country and seeing the best <laughs> tourist attractions they have to offer and then thinking, nah... Slough is better, and then going yeah. home and thinking I'm fine here. We've got normal walls, and we've got arcades, and I can go get Nando's at any any time I want. <laughs> There's no, no Weatherspoons here. Couldn't get a pint and chips for three quid. Couldn't even Shit. do fucking Curry Club. Step it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. I should. Have, oh, I should look for reviews of uh, Taj Mahal. Might have been. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh well. Thank you, Michael. That Maybe was I'll do this again sometime. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, you should, you should. Uh, okay, I've got a question here, um, which is tourist uh, attraction related, really. Mm. So, Ooh. a good one. Lapsed Spirit Guide at Riding on My Zorse on Twitter says, Who would you carve onto your own personal Mount Rushmore? Rules are, nobody currently on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> like, okay. As there, there was a risk that we might pick American presidents. <laughs> um, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a vidiots one because that would just be you know four people from the VCU and frankly I'm sick to death of answering questions about the VCU <laughs> yes um, so maybe we each nominate just a person that we think deserves to have their head carved into a mountain and then maybe between us we have to pick one more person okay you know? so we yeah, can all okay. select one um, um. And despite having known this question was coming, I'm having to think uh, long and hard about who I would select. I know who I want, as almost as a form of apology. Yeah. Um, I want to <laughs> carve the head of Michael, owner of the corner shop Michael's in Whitburn, uh, the shop from which I stole a dairy milk bar years ago and still feel bad about to this day. And I just like the thought of people going up to the mon- monument and reading the plaque and going, oh... That's one hell of a way to confess, Michael. Yeah, <laughs> I hope he's doing okay. I hope it didn't cause him any stress. Would you have it on the plaque as to the, like the reason why he was chosen for the mountain? 
Yeah, I think like on Thursdays I'd be there shackled up and people can throw throw things at me as punishment. <laughs> I think it'll be customary, it'll become like an almost religious ex- experience. People will come and leave dairy milk bars <laughs> at the base of the mountain. The, mi- the oh, mountain. I like that. There we go, yeah. I would pick, it wouldn't have to be specifically this individual, but just perhaps Coco the Gorilla. Um, like the man in not the man in the suit the gorilla's not a you know that's not a being no no I I mean either the man wearing the suit or just any other famous animal like you know I don't know rocket raccoon or just whoever because pure or harambe (laughs) purely to confuse alien visitors in thousands and thousands of years as to why three presumably three human beings and one gorilla were chosen to be carved mm-hmm. into a mountain yeah, so this shows the progression into planet of the apes doesn't it <laughs> yeah harambe you're probably right that's probably the, the best one rather than the man inside of coco yeah um it's a, it's a toss-up for me between i because i think it would be really funny to have a furry on Mount Rushmore because right. it would yeah. make a lot of people really cross. Yeah. But part of me also thinks that Spider-Man should be up there on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a big Spidey mask, you know. Most recognisable superhero in the world. Batman, mm-hmm. also very popular, but Spider-Man, he appeals to everyone. He does. Can't dislike Spider-Man. <laughs> Where did you find that? I just Googled... Um, oh, my I- God. I, I just Googled um, Spider-Man Mount Rushmore because I thought that's probably been in the comics at some point, hasn't it? And, and I got a lovely bit of fan art. <laughs> wow, brilliant. Wow. That's incredible. I can I can change my answer to Coco the Gorilla so that we're, we're covered for furries because that basically is just okay. a person in a fursona suit. That is true, yeah. That is someone's Perfect. fursona. Yeah. For sure. Okay, yeah, that works. So we've got Michael the man who runs the local <laughs> corner shop who Michael stole from. Yeah, the Coco the gorilla, which we all know has a secret man chiselled underneath the Coco the gorilla exterior. Inside the mountain, there's another man. There's a chiseled. smaller man, and then Spider Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we adding, and you say we're adding a fourth. Yeah, well, it's four people on uh, Mount Rushmore. Um, so. Well, How about someone who really deserves it from history? Someone who would now look compl- it would it would just complete the bonkers lineup like Albert Einstein or <laughs> yeah. Marie Curie or yeah. Mother Teresa or something with Spider-Man. I mean Albert Einstein would look amazing carved into a mountain because of his hair. Like imagine oh, the F- the lengths they'd have to go to to get his sort of wispy explosion of hair. Yeah. It might be it might be a good shout. I like Einstein. One. I'm just just imagining like a slow pan over of all the faces, and then just finishes on Einstein's. Like, ah, yes, <laughs> the true patriots. Of course, there yeah. They are. Yeah, I think I think that's that's it. We should start getting funding together because I want to see that. Yep. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, like, if you really think about it, it's absolutely just astounding and also completely unsurprising that America chose to carve the heads of four presidents into a mountain. Yeah. Like, we all take it for granted because we all just know what Mount Rushmore is, but, like, it's... If Trump said that... Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking bonkers. Oh. 
they're it's just the presidency is like a cult of personality isn't it they're just yeah. they're like they're not real people they are almost worshipped as as gods in some cases martyrs or it's, gods it's, yeah it's mental I did look into Mount Rushmore for my reviews, but um, all the one-star reviews were essentially saying the same thing. Like, I can't believe they, they blew up a mountain for this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh. that bit in Parks and Rec. I don't know if you, you guys are familiar, where Andy mm-hmm. and... Uh, God, I've completely forgotten her name. That's, that's embarrassing. Andy and his wife, April, there we go, go on a road trip to see the Grand Canyon. And she drives him the whole way there because it's on his bucket list. And he wakes up and they go and look at it and they're like, wow, this is beautiful. And then he just says... Where are the faces of the presidents? <laughs> oh. Amazing. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. for the, That's a good question. I like that. Mm, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. um, I've got some, some news here. And, I mean, it's been a common theme throughout some of the strange stories I've brought to Podiots over, over the years. Um, and probably the ones that you guys have occasionally brought as well. Where, you know... We sometimes, occasionally, delve into the world of poo. Oh, of course. And no, we've never done this. <laughs> I've decided to, perhaps, if I can, keep you in the loop on future episodes Poop. on just poo news. So <laughs> it's no longer just uh, one of my weird stories that I sometimes bring along. It's it's a new segment. I'm calling it now. This is the beginning of poo news. This is this um, is the poos. This is the poos. The BBC evening poos. <laughs> BBC poos at 10. BBC poos 24. Yes, absolutely. Uh, this one was submitted to me by Jack Squires on Twitter. Thank you, Jack. Oh, you got sent a poo. I did get sent a poo news, yeah. It was a, a week or so ago, but I wanted to do the MIDI thing last time, which, you know, was a, a bad choice for some people. Could you call it a PU box if someone sends you one? <laughs> yeah, send it to my P. P-O-O box. <laughs> uh, this is according to the examinerlive.co.uk, uh, and the banner at the top says Yorkshire Live. So we're in a oh. subsection Ooh. of the examiner. Um, news. Horror as Labrador gobbles up toddler poo after ambushing mum and son at Hardcastle Crags. I've been there. Wow. Uh, were you there for this? <laughs> Uh, not that I recall. But, Did they uh, mistake you for the toddler? <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to have a, a quiet shit and it all went wrong. A mum had to yell at a dog owner after a giddy Labrador zoomed over to where her toddler son was having a poo and oh, ate no. it. The dog ended up covered in poo after ambushing the mum and her young son during a toilet stop despite the owner's calls for him to come back. The toddler and his mum, Francesca Goodhart, were walking at Hardcastle Crags near Hebden Bridge when her toddler had to make an alfresco toilet stop. They were interrupted by a chocolate Labrador who was off the lead and frightened the toddler, zooming around their legs before disturbingly eating the boy's excrement. Ms Goodhart said, It was a beautiful day at Hardcastle Crags, as ever, and we'd gone... (laughs) As ever, it's not always a beautiful day at Hardcastle Crags. What on earth? Anyway, it was a beautiful day at Hardcastle Crags, as ever, and we'd gone and done the usual plodding around. Walking back up and the steep... did a bit of plopping around. Plopping around. Walking back up the steep, which is just a noun. It's just, there's no hill after that or anything. Walking back up the steep above Gibson Mill got the inevitable mummy I need a poo from the little one. 
Uh, we were out of sight and out of the way behind a tree, so I whipped his kex down and dangled him over a nice mossy area so he couldn't be seen. And as he's there contemplating life as toddlers do when they're doing these things, this chocolate lab came bounding up the hillside, looking excited and wanting to say hello. Now, when you're a toddler in position... Now... Now, when you are in toddler position, sorry. Now, when you are in toddler position, your legs are kimbo and toddler is dangled in your hands with his butt sticking out and the joyful moments comes, full stop. <laughs> You've what? got a solid D in your GCSEs here. Well done. <laughs> Thank you, Examiner Live. But as with most blokes on the toilet, you don't just stop straight away because there might be more on the way, hyphen. You chill out a little bit. So, uh, so what he, did you, uh, sorry, what was that like a colloquialism for shitting? What, what was that bit about blokes? But as with most blokes on the toilet, I think the it's just because the to- the toddler is male and therefore. What the fuck does a... that like? Women just always shit in one go. What, yeah, what is, I don't know. What's the implication? I'm so baffled by the implication of that. <laughs> so, re- so weirdly. Written. You know, men always have to stop start when we're having a poo. We got to sit there. They got to chill out a little bit. Apparently, <laughs> I always so sit there weird. for five minutes just to make sure. Yeah, but as with most blokes on the toilet, you don't just stop straight away because there might be because there might be more on the way. You chill out a little bit. So he was in that dangling stage when we'd had one happy thud on the ground, but waiting for a possible second when this dog appeared. This person really just making the most out of being in the paper and talking about their son having a shit. Like, it's very weird. It's like stretching Um, out the word count for an essay, this. Yeah. Uh, This is still a quote, of course. Um, It was zooming around between my legs and the toddler was freaking out because this beast had just appeared under his bum. It licked his bum, and it sniffed at his bum, and then it snuffled around beneath me. I could hear the owner calling his dog, but it was too exciting for the dog, and it couldn't handle it. Then it found the treasure that my toddler had left in the leaves, and it just golloped it. Wow. My arms were getting tired by this point because the toddler weighs 15 kilograms, and so he's getting lower and lower to the ground whilst screaming about this dog. Then, as the dog runs back under my legs again, it just did a full-on toilet paper dog wipe under my boy's bottom. Sorry? Is that the tongue description? I think... No, I think the... So, the the toddler is drooping in the parent's arms, and it's quite low now, and the dog runs between the parent's legs, and as it does so, its back wipes perfectly oh between... The toddler's butt cheeks. This article is a disaster. What is, Isn't it? What is happening? It's not so much about the story. It's just the, the just... weird write-up that made me want to bring it. Um, Spectacular. So the the child has now wiped their bottom onto the dog or the vice versa, sort of. Kind of the dog wiped itself onto the, the butt. Uh, I think the dog owner was just embarrassed, probably. And he heard the screams and just wanted to get rid of the dog. And, it, and I just went... Your dog's just eaten human shit as he ran off. What? At, at the time... Jesus Christ, Fenton. <laughs> at the time, the owner apologised repeatedly and reached out to Miss Goodhart after the event to apologise again. Do you want it back? I've <laughs> got, still got the shit here. Uh, Miss Goodhart thought it was nice and refreshing because of the number of people on Facebook who rightly complain about the amount of dog turd on the pavement. Quote... 
to have the tables turned a bit and be sending a dog home covered in toddler shit rather than the other way round was a slightly beautiful moment, said Miss Goodhart. Wow. wow. Fucking hell. Thank you, Yorkshire Live app. What a journey. <laughs> well persevered, Peter, through that right Yeah, up. that was a real, a real that chore. Is the best bit of creative writing I've ever heard. That, wow. <laughs> oh, that's news. <laughs> Breaking poos. <laughs> Breaking poos. <laughs> oh. Wow. Thank you, Peter. I look forward to hearing more about poos in the future. Mm-hmm. And of course, people who don't like to hear about poos <laughs> skipping ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they don't have to hear about poos. Well, why are you listening to Podiots if you don't like it, hearing about poos? It's got poo-, poo in the name, isn't it, really? What are you doing? Uh, so we've got a question here. Uh, the next question comes from uh, Niall Gray at Lord of the Grey, who says, where's the creepiest place you've ever been? I'm talking haunted houses, spooky weirdos, and unsettling vibes kind of places. Also, did you survive your visit? <laughs> Thank you, Niall. So we've talked about spooky things that we've sort of witnessed or that have happened to us, maybe. But uh, what about weird, spooky places you've been? I have one. Yeah. Um, when I was very briefly on, very, very briefly on the road with uh, WCPW, What Culture's Wrestling Promotion, in 20s, mm. it would have been either 2016 or early 2017, uh, we did a show in Liverpool, and I can't remember what the name of the venue is, but I imagine there's some crossover audience that will know it. Um, and it's a really old theatre. And we went down into the bowels of the theatre to shoot like some backstage vignettes and all sorts of other stuff like that and it was just there was there was a basement but then there was like really low down like at the very bottom of the of the structure it was pitch black there was no lighting there was just like some ambient light in there which made it like a really great dingy place to shoot stuff um yeah but it was it wasn't it didn't have a proper floor it was all like messed up concrete all uneven and in the middle there was like this big circular pool of water that was just pitch black. Uh, and it was really weird and very ominous. And I never went down there alone, thankfully, but it was definitely probably the spookiest place I've been. Very strange. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a nightmarish god. Wow. That's pretty pretty horrible. I've, sadly, I don't think I've ever actually put myself in many, like, physical buildings at least that are, are spooky. But as, as a boy who uh, has a long-standing fear of the dark, uh, we were shooting our dissertation film... God, it was like 2016 now, 2017. And we had one night shoot where we we were just in the middle of Northumberland in the woods. Um, like we were like 20 minutes walk away from the car. We walked so far to get to this location. Yeah. And like it was just total darkness at this point. We had a few lights with us, but I just, I've never felt so anxious in my life. Just no, like looking behind myself and seeing nothing but pitch blackness. Even yeah. though I was, I was surrounded by about 10 people it just oh it just was horrible and people started making fun of me i go oh mikey oh. what was that noise i was like oh stop it i'm gonna cry <laughs> stop it <laughs> i don't like it um i was at a friend's house once um and they lived on i think they lived in a house that was on farmland like in a farmyard they they weren't it wasn't their farm but it was like the the farmer was like renting houses out on his land um and t- he sort of kind of let my friend and like other kids who lived there 
sort of wander around the farm and kind of do what they want. And there were some really old, creepy farm buildings there, like these really old, crumbling stone ones. And uh, after we'd had our tea, which was sort of your classic fish fingers and potato smileys fare, nice, it was wonderful. Nice. We went on a, on a little wander. And first he was like trying to freak me out with a story that I think was just completely made up, where he said that there was this dog out, um, in the village that it, no one owned it. It was like this stray and it had been attacking sheep and stuff. And, the, you know, there was just this like scary dog out there. So I was already on edge. And then we went into this weird building that it had like a, it had a load of coal on one end, just piled high. And then on the other end... 40 quid a gram! <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what the price was. So there was all this coal piled on one end. Then at the other end, there was a tractor, but it had no wheels on. It was just like the sort of chassis of a tractor, like a, a really old-fashioned one. Hmm. And there was this beam, or several beams, going across the roof. And one of them, charmingly, had a noose hanging from it, oh, which was just... Oh, my wow. God! I'm assuming there was some kind of functional reason for it to be there. Like, it was for... I don't I don't even know. I can't begin to imagine what it was for, but like, it, it must have been for winching something or dangling like a a hay net for a horse or something like that. I don't think it was prepped, ready to hang someone with, but just seeing a, a noose in this dark, creepy farm building was awful. Oh, oh, that, that would make me nightmares for years, I think. Yeah, Jesus. It, was, it was pretty horrible. Um, so, Oh, bless. How old were you? Uh, I was, well, it was just after I moved to that area, so I must have been about nine or ten I oh, think oh wow yeah that's, yeah that's that's a lot fun yeah it was a lot it was a bit of a weird village it was like the next village over and he lived right on the edge of it and he, t- so he told me about this dog and we went walking with his dogs one time and we like this guy was coming the other way and the guy was holding a stick um but he was holding it right at the at the end like it was sort of he was kind of wielding it as a weapon and I said, "Why did that guy have a stick?" And he and he just said, "Well, you need to carry one." And that's all. He said. I was like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> Jesus. Well, you no. need to carry one. I think he just sort of quite enjoyed giving me the creeps. Um, and then there was this peacock as well that walked around the farm that uh, had no feathers on its back. Oh. It was just sort of bald and weird and skinny all down its back. So, just kind of a strange place, really. Oh. Um, Absolutely nightmarish. I'll have to give it a visit. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, so it's time for Ben's thing. Yes. I have an article here from amusingplanet.com. I've read the article. It's not very amusing. But anyway. <laughs> Why Batman's Gotham City is named after a Nottinghamshire village. Wow. The yes. Okay. It's the, the people of Gotham, I believe it's Exactly. Gotham. Yeah. Gotham. So I don't know if you want to get that obvious joke out of the way now before I go any further. Ha. Gotham. There we go. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> so a lot of people in the UK may be familiar with the fact that there is actually, I'm going to Slack instead of Discord. There we go. Uh, there is actually a village in the UK called Gotham, except it's pronounced Gotham, as Peter said. And why is that? Why does it share a name? What's the connection there? Well, we're going to find out today. So here we are. It's from Koshik Patawari. I probably butchered his name. Gotham is a fictional city in the DC universe, but its namesake is not. 
Located across the Atlantic in South Nottinghamshire, this quiet little village with a handful of houses, a church and a couple of shops is completely unlike the city of crime and corruption it lends its name to. For starters, Gotham is actually pronounced Gotham, which means goat village, and not Gotham, the way we pronounce the, fi the fictional city Batman calls home. While Batman's Gotham is a teeming metropolis, the English village is a sleepy settlement in the rural heart of Nottinghamshire, yet both share a connection to a legend that started 800 years ago. Ooh. Here we go. The story goes that, in the early 13th century, King John of England, who was much despised by his subjects, was supposed to pass through Gotham on his... Gotham, so um, do you mind if I just call it Gotham? Because I'm going Go to. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Go, thank you. <laughs> was supposed to pass through Gotham on his way to, Not to Nottingham Castle. In those times, wherever the royal carriage rode, the path would become a public highway, and thus the king's land. This meant that certain landowners of Gotham were going to inevitably lose their land, and it upset them. Rumour also spread that the king was not merely passing through, but wished to build a hunting lodge at Gotham, or perhaps even a castle. Gotham Castle sounds rad as well. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? So the wise men of Gotham gathered one evening and hatched a plan to keep the king and his, and his men away. They feigned madness. Madness oh. was thought to be infectious. Infectious. Hang on. Yeah, the writing in this is a bit weird. Madness was thought to be infectious that could spread from person to person just like chickenpox or common cold did. A 2014 <laughs> paper by Jessica K. Marsh and Lindsay Shanks published in the journal Memory and Cognition found that some people still believe that mental illness could spread from an, from an affected individual to a healthy person, which is obviously bollocks. When King John's knights arrived to inspect how the villagers were preparing to receive the king, he saw the villagers engaging in a variety of absurd tasks, such as attempt attempting to drown an eel and building a fence around a bush to prevent a cuckoo from escaping. The trick worked, and the knights made a hasty withdrawal, fearing they would catch the villagers' madness. The king never set foot on the, on the village, it says. Stories about these bizarre antics and how the wise men of Gotham fooled the king were passed down from generation to generation until they appeared in the written format for the first time in 1565 in a book entitled Merry Tales of the Mad Men of Gotham. I have a photo wow. of the of the thing here. Here it is. This is them trying to build a fence around a bush to keep the cuckoo, cuckoo. in. There it is. Yeah. Three centuries later, in 1807, American writer Washington Irving, which is a very American name, launched a Isn't satirical <laughs> periodical called the Salmagundi Papers, I think, where he frequently lampooned New York City's culture and politics. He repeatedly called New York City Gotham, based on the medieval stories of alleged stupidity of the people of Gotham, Nottinghamshire. Somehow, the name stuck, and Gotham became a popular nickname for New York City and is still used today in shop names and establishments, such as the Gotham uh, Centre for New York City History. That was it. It made it sound like there was going to be more. <laughs> it was one such name, Gotham Jewelers, from which Bob Kane and Bill Finger found inspiration when they created the Caped Crusader in the 1930s. The link between the two places was acknowledged only in 1996 in a story called Cityscape, written by Dennis O'Neill in the Batman Chronicles number 6. In this story, a villain decides to build an asylum in a, in a forest to house the criminally insane and proposes to name it Gotham after a village in England where, according to common belief, all are bereft of their wits. And then there's a wow. couple of photos of the actual panel itself. For years, the chairman of Gotham Parish Council tried to have her village twinned with New York City. <laughs> she wasn't successful. 
but New York's then mayor, Rudolph Giuliani, did send her an assuring letter wishing Gotham well and acknowledging their cultural and historical link. The legend of Gotham and its connection with Batman is depicted in a sculpture, sculpture sorry, unveiled uh, a few years ago in the centre of Gotham. It's a wind vane with a decorative ribbon encircling the pole telling the story of King John's visit. A tiny figure of a Batman can be seen climbing, climbing the side, if I can get my words out. So here it is. There's little, little Batman climbing up the side of the thing. Oh, there he is. There we are. That is because I, I was aware of Gotham in Nottinghamshire, but I didn't know it actually really did have a link to Batman. Oh, did you That's not? No, yeah. no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. That's uh, I. I didn't know that it had, uh, that they tried to get twinned with New York. Um, <laughs> I feel so like Rudy Giuliani was a bit of a, a, a dickhead there, not going for that. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he's since proven born. that he is a bit of a dickhead, but he could have There's done a it. similar story about um, where the term Moonrakers comes from. Moonraker, you know, like James Bond and other, I guess there's other uses for it. Mm-hmm. Um, where in, um, I'm going to have to look up where it is, actually, I can't remember. But the, basically the story was that there was a big smuggling presence in this place in the UK. Wiltshire. It's a, it's, so it's a colloquial name for people from Wiltshire. Um, and the legend is that uh, when smuggling was rife in the area, there were some local people who'd hidden contraband barrels of French brandy from customs officers in a village pond. While trying to retrieve the barrels at night, they were caught by the revenue men, but they explained themselves by pointing to the moon's reflection in the pond and saying they were trying to rake in a round cheese. <laughs> the revenue men, thinking they were simple yokels, laughed at them and went on their way. But as the story goes, it was the moonrakers who had the last laugh. Ooh, uh, so it's that. a similar thing, really, like pretending to be mad to get people to leave you alone. It's clever. It clearly uh, worked. Yeah. Gotem. Ha. Gotham. I, I just like this mental image now I've got of the place that Batman resides and all, all these evil villains has its roots in the goat village. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> goat village. That's fantastic. Wow. Mm. God, I re- there's so many little bits of British history that I have no idea about. I mean, obviously, I can't know everything, but um, Peter, you brought the one about the, the plague. What oh what was oh what was that? No, Ben did that. The uh, what was it Ben? Oh, I am. Is it called? What's that place called? Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But uh, um, hang on, let me. Um, I've got it. I've still got it bookmarked. Bear with me a second. The plague village. Yes, the village of Eam. Eam. There we go. I'm a, I'm a big fan of this theme you got going of like little little bits of British history. There's, I, I I need to find a good book on this because I'm very interested, and there's got to be some absolutely batshit stuff we've done well one of these days i'm going to bring one that peter doesn't know intimately (laughs) well unfortunately i i own a lot of the books that michael's just talking about i've read season passes to visit the historical landmarks. yeah well i guess there's that as well you do sometimes hear these things when you go to places like that but Yeah. yeah i've got i've got a couple of good books that i uh the first one that i read was just in a i was staying in a b and b somewhere and on the shelf in the bedroom where i was staying um there was this book that i just read in the evening and i thought wow this is amazing and i bought a copy of it um, oh, nice but uh, yeah yeah it's pretty it's good. just been incidental so far those two like that one i was just googling an image of the road sign for gotham nottinghamshire just for a stupid mm. throwaway joke in a video and oh. uh, and then i saw an article and i was like oh yeah 
Does it actually have a link to Batman? I, I mean, I just assumed it didn't because it was just a name just that a they name. plucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There we are. Hopefully some people learned something today. Yeah, yeah. Fa- thank you. Thank you. Fantastic. I, I learned the twinning thing. And, and also, actually, I didn't know there was a link with New York itself. I thought they kind of... I didn't know about the sort of middleman there. I My assumption was that when uh, writing the Batman comic... They just named this place uh, Gotham based on a, the village uh, without... I didn't know there was any kind of New York thing that happened kind of in between the two. Mm. So It may yeah, well be that's... more to it than that. The article certainly made it sound that it was literally just the fact that there was a jewellers in New York called Gotham Jewellers and, um, and the creators of Batman were like, that'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does. It does make a lot more sense in hindsight. With you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of insane people in Batman. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Well, uh, we've got one one last question here. Mm-hmm. Um, Damien Medhurst at Sigmar's underscore Revenge on Twitter says uh, another more serious one. As it's Mental Health Awareness Week, I just wondered, what are your go-to activities for helping you de-stress and unwind? Favourite games, movies, music? Also, have you done anything to help yourselves over the last year of lockdown? Mm. Um, so, we'll take the uh, the the apps as read, because we've talked about those before, and they're very good. There's a lot of uh, good mobile apps you can get, which are good for various issues that you might face mental health wise mm-hmm. but in terms of unwinding um i've taken recently to i'm building occasionally when i can afford it i'm building lego which oh, i'm finding very nice oh jealous um i got a set for my uh, what is it for christmas i got first uh a, a set and then i got one for my birthday after that as well um, what, have you got? what have you got what have you got what have you got I got the Star Wars helmets set. Um, so they've they've released. At first, they had three of them, and now there's five of them. Where you build like these kind of third scale. I think they are. They're like one third the size of um, uh, various sort of iconic helmets from Star Wars. So I've got I got given Boba Fett for Christmas, um, and they're sort of mounted on this little plinth with a with a little plaque on the front that you stick on. Um, and now I've got Darth. Uh, have I got Darth Vader or uh No, it's a it's a stormtrooper I've got and the next one I wanted to get is uh yeah that was it. I I wanted the Darth Vader one but it hadn't come out in time for Christmas. So uh they they got me the stormtrooper helmet and uh, I want to get Darth Vader next. Um nice. but I mean I'll build anything. It's just fun to sit and do that put a bit of music on or a podcast or something and for uh, years I've dreamed yeah. of owning the uh, Quickie Mart lego set oh wow that's that's like my if i ever win the lottery i'm buying that (laughs) how much is it it's so expensive it's like like it was crazy expensive it's at least 160 or something like that oh come on the mart lego would you do the thing that they tell you you're not allowed to do in the lego movie and it would make you a villain where you would just super glue it in place so it's like a permanent display piece (laughs) Uh, well, God, for the price... You've paid 160 quid. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I'm not going to be guilted by the Lego movie. Yeah. Chris Pratt. Uh, <laughs> I should have jumped on it while I had the chance. It's no longer being made. And now oh, no. on eBay, Scalpers. they're fetching a high price. Mm. Damn it, bastards. Well, <laughs> one day. 
Oh, that's sad now. Oh, I'm sad. Oh no, but Mikey, <laughs> what would what are you going to do to help um, sort of like you know relax and de-stress from this sadness, this newfound sadness? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to find a, a a knockoff version of it and build that. Ah, the fast um, shop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've I've had a, a relatively up and down few months, but I think I and everyone's different. It's hard giving advice like this because obviously different things work for different people. But yeah, for sure. I. I, I, for me, generally, the thing that always ends up kicking me in the ass down the line is spending too much time indoors. It's a, mm-hmm. it's just a fast track to cabin fever, especially at the minute. So I, on a whim, bought a bike the other month. That's been a great excuse to get out. Um, skateboard the other week as well. It's, it's hard to be sad when you're filled with the fear of death. <laughs> I, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, it's, it's generally just get out there it's obviously there's only so much you can do to take your mind off things like it's not it's not it's not it doesn't fix anything but it definitely helps sure. yeah no like ultimately it's it's it, you can't run away from your problem you can't skate away from your problems but um it's it's yeah it's it, it, again mental health is wildly different for everyone else but i know where for me personally obviously not as um <laughs> quote-unquote proper diagnosed depressed more just circumstantial just like oh this sucks sad yeah very much taking a step back and just kind of assessing all right what's happened why, why am i feeling like this and just making that scary leap to try and make changes uh, i think that's it's it's scary but i think i've discovered it's very worthwhile uh do, do something new push yourself it's scary mm-hmm. but your future self will thank you yeah that's the thing with like the the cabin fever thing as well is that i find i i find that when i get like that I'm not like consciously aware that that's the problem. Like it's yeah. not, I think I kind of always had the impression that, oh, well, if I ever get a feeling of like being cooped up and like I need to get outside more, I will just kind of feel like, oh, I'm, in, I'm inside a lot and I wish I went outdoors more. I'm going to start doing that. But I don't get that consciously. I just start feeling really shit about yeah. things. And I'm like, oh God, why does everything suck so much? And I'm just gonna keep sitting here for weeks. <laughs> yeah, and then I don't know that that's what the problem is until I start going out and feeling better. So, yeah, I can relate to that. Um, I, I'm like I'm doing fine, which is like it feels weird to say, but I'm like I I don't I had a rough 2018 and 2019 for the most part, and. I feel like but probably a lot of people listening to this who who are going through rough periods will know that there's no there's no fix. It's not like a case of shutting no, off. No. It's literally just sort of riding out the storm until things feel a bit more stable. And uh, for that reason, obviously, we all urge you to seek professional uh, assistance and advice where applicable if you need it. And uh, and don't take our advice for any anything. Um <laughs> but in terms of like, I stopped going outside the last few months, pretty much. And the reason is because it was get, it was really cold and I didn't want to run outside in the cold and I bought a really cheap cross trainer. And so now my daily excuse to go outside and go for a run is gone. And I've been just using a cross oh. trainer. Mm. So I make a, a real concerted effort to go out for like a long walk once a week, just so I can be outside. Yeah. And... As a bit of self-care, and I think I've spoken about this before, maybe on the podcast, but like I have, I have a bath once a week, right? Yeah, I run good. a bath and I put a couple of towels in the sink and then I put my laptop on it and then I watch something in the bath while I have an alcoholic drink and it's it is my it is my self-care 
and I do that um, once a week and then it usually turns into twice a week because the weekend is two days and that always kind of takes me by surprise and um, so yeah just just be kind to yourself I suppose would be the angle I'm I, I would come at this from it's just uh, get some fresh air go outside but also make sure you do something for you that's nice yeah that's a good point and that um just take some time for yourself don't dwell on things um obviously like you know if it's yeah, I, it, oh, oh i don't know where i'm going with this but yeah don't dwell on things be kind to yourself and yeah try and make steps to at least change any circumstances that may be causing the feelings yeah and and do seek professional help if you feel like you need it like i mean my my assumption was the question is more kind of out of interest like oh what what do you guys do um, yeah yeah absolutely. So hopefully it's not someone seeking uh either the question asker or uh, anyone else listening hope hope no one's seeking like answers like miracle cures based on what we've given you know like oh well if i start having a, a beer in the bath and cycling i'll suddenly feel better because that's not it's not how it a works beer in the bath is pretty powerful though yeah it sounds pretty good <laughs> <Throw that out. laughs> would you guys like to know what came out on vidiots three oh god is it three years ago yeah three oh, years ago god, it, i can never sick. my life is a blur the past three or four years i don't <laughs> know what sense, happened when it? no it doesn't make sense 2020 was bullshit um, yeah. Okay, yeah. so out this week, Peter. Thank you so much for the questions this week. By the way, you're welcome. Uh, coming out this week, or I suppose this fortnight between episodes three years ago on Vidiots, we have worst games ever: Shell Shock Two, Blood Trails, Skyrim Zoo Chapter Twelve, a Mammoth Edition, Sunday Fun Day, Little Big Planet, Memory Cards, Super Smash Bros. Melee, some Star Wars game, and some other bollocks. <laughs> Uh, part two of the let's play of the prove it for Spyro 2 Ripto's Rage the fact that was so complicated to say may explain why those videos <laughs> didn't do as well as they should have done uh, we had post some tat number 14 happy birthday Ben oh birthday Aww. episode hand solo connect dance challenge piece of cake brilliant classic and there's also still the next video is the Unlisted, unlisted video that people can still access if they have the link of Tiny Peter dancing in front of a green screen <laughs> uh, oh, which wow. can be used um, should I add that to the link dump now what do you think or should it be a secret forever no you could you could do that if you want whatever Okay, I'll, I'll post yeah. that in the discord Someone can, you guys can. I didn't realise it was unlisted actually I feel like I've seen yeah. it recently there we go maybe, maybe not. so people can make stuff out of that if they want and <laughs> Thumbnail. then we had prove it Spyro 2 Ripto's Rage Live Action Challenge. Challenge. Skyrim Zoo Chapter 13, An Icy Excursion. Mm -hmm. Sunday Fun Day, You're in the Movies. That was a good one. Oh, <laughs> historic, historic video. It was good. One of a um, few that we did in those sorts of games. Memory Cards, John Madden Football, some shit. Mm. Uh, it's episode 7 Craving McNuggies I've just realised that craving is misspelled I'm assuming that's intentional Was that not intentional? I always thought it, it was It must have been right Because I, I wouldn't have not seen that I don't think How's it spelled? C-R-A-I-V-N-G Craving 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 Yeah, weird Post from tap number 15 Name redundant Worst games ever Game selection Uh and finally, becoming apes: Crisis of the Planet, Crisis on the Planet oh. of the Apes VR. I was thinking about that oh, recently. Uh, someone asked me about VR games, and they were like, "Oh, have you ever played any VR games that aren't just like 
little sort of silly mini game things. And I was like, no, not really. And I was like, oh, there was that. That was like trying to be a serious narrative driven, mm. like, yeah, first person thing. That was a weird yeah. game. VR games are better than that. That's, that's that's forever the video in history where I got asked to remove the wanking. Yeah. <laughs> Stop wanking. Because like, the game was so buggy and awful oh, yeah like the most efficient way to walk around was to imitate uh, <laughs> yeah that's right the, that was a <laughs> that was a paid that. one wasn't it yeah it was, was like a hashtag ad. was indeed a sponsored video yeah. and we i think we did just rip it to, to pieces because it barely worked because um, i think martin did the same he he had to he got like the same deal and like yeah did a better vid- job of it a more professional <laughs> Oh, of course. Well, he is oh, a professional. He is. <laughs> That's why. Our room was gutted, wasn't it? So people yeah. could use the green screen walls. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Fucking hell. Well, there we are. That's what came out. Why not go and watch it? You don't have to. It's fine. We won't, we won't be mad. You can find us over on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all.com forward slash official. Also available on twitch.tv forward slash official. Uh, I'm thinking of doing a little birthday stream. My birthday, uh, probably like lunchtime-ish. So keep an eye out for that. Um, Mikey, there's a shop, I think. You would be absolutely correct if you head over to store.yogscast.com. You'll find a lovely little selection of merchandise from a whole wide range of people. But... (laughs) The coolest, most raddest, most sickest duds on that website come from our little corner. Uh, if you go over to the video section, you'll find shirts, hoodie, and mugs. Uh, you can you can do what you like with them. We're, we're not the, the clothes police or the merch police. And even better, if you use code VIDIOTS at checkout, you'll get 10% off absolutely everything Whoa. on the Yogg's Cash shop. Incredible. That's amazing. Wow. I don't believe wow. you. It's the deal of the century. You're a liar. Why are you lying for? You should go to prison. <laughs> I'm in the Oxcast office. They've got a gun to my head. They made me say this. Help. Okay. Well, if you don't want to buy merch and get Mikey apparently executed by Yogscast. <laughs> you can go to streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations. Donate three pounds or more. You'll get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show. Join Pod Squad, Mikey. Plumpy, no, Pumpy Platoon. It's the alliteration. <laughs> it's so hard not to say. Pumpy Platoon, go. It is tricky. The High Elves Anus Glands. Timmy Mallet Stan. I simp for Ben's Big Ben. My marriage is in shambles. Kermit the band, the, how do you pronounce it? Is it the Pogues? Yeah, the Pogues, yeah. The, Kermit the band, the Pogues. Podiots doesn't uncure the sad. Jack J.D. Bradshaw, thank you for the Thanks, generous Jack. donation. Tommy the Wank Engine, wanks it to vidiots. <laughs> Mr. B- Mr. Black. Cat Dealy eats plastic bags. Big Sweaty Dong loves podiots. Always an adventure podcast. Bring back Rules Boss. I voted for you 2018. Brotovic's favourite podcast. Whoops, I did a control splat. Podiots. Number one podcast ever, Stephen Scordes and the generous Ben, Peter and Mikey are lovely. Oh, Thank you. Thanks, so are you. Uh, in the tiny troop, we've got Jizzed On by Neptune, the very generous deluxe man in your pants. Freddy and his dad's yeah, Emily Lemons, Katie Kinsolo, Grumble Von Bumbley Doo, Chegger's Got a House, Minge's Out for Podiots, 
Podiat saved my marriage. An ecumenical matter. Mikey and Peter are so funny. Who was very generous. Uh, the very generous Big Titty Jesus 42. Bad dragon up the bum makers. Potato goes in. Mash comes out. You you misessed drunk wrestling. Mad stunts on my pedal legs. Podiat's cured my clap. Your chegging daughter. And Mikey said he has skin cheese. Oh. In the fast crew this week, we have Podiat's It's a Podcast. The very generous You Guys Are Shite, JK, I Love You. Big Smelly Batty Giblets. Uh, the very generous Soft Chexit. Crispy Wank Sheet. Prince Piece of Praise Cakes. Lao Dabba Dee Dabba Die. Uh, Priest Potato Plops. The generous Commander Shepherd 42. Midi Cyrus. Septuple Jump. Podiat's Best Ever Gets Me Hard. Mr. Macca. Someone's Pinched Me Winkles, Don Echo 7, Ben's Chevy Matisse, Just Keep Swimming Ash, Mr. Mallard in the Corner, Tin Fristum, and Big Titty Jesus 24. That is your pod squad. Thank you, everybody. Once again, streamlabs.com forward slash podiats donations, three pounds or more. Thank you very much. Oh, right. Uh, Mikey, where are you? Um, at Parrot Boy on the Twitters. God knows what you'll find on there. I'm sure it's ter- terrible. And uh, Parrot Boy on Twitch, where I stream uh, sometimes. <laughs> I don't have a schedule, so keep your eyes on the Twitter. Uh, that's me, isn't it? Sorry, I've got to talk now. Um, Peter, what have you found there? Thank you. Uh, we are individuals and we are a team as individuals we are on social media at that peter austin and at confused underscore dude ben is on twitter i'm on twitter and instagram on that handle but together we are at team triple jump on twitter and facebook and of course youtube and twitch more to the point where we are doing videos and streams on the reg as they say they do Mm. they do say that Finally, leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. What's the final question for this week for the people at home to answer? Shittest landmark? Shittest landmark? Spookiest place you've been? Spookiest landmark? Shittest place your shit has been eaten by a dog? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Love it, yeah. Uh, write your own one star trip advisor review or something we've just given like 50 things there haven't we yeah do all of those things in one comment please so many options right we're gonna go now look after yourselves we'll see you next time bye 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 bye